It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. We are live on this Monday night. My name's Nate Williams. We have Andrew here with us, uh, manning the boards, manning the phones. Y'all call in 205-941-1011. I want to hear what you have to say. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of stuff going on, some good, some bad, some ugly, and that's why we're here. Greg Davis is going to be out for tonight, but we will hold down the fort and talk about, well, whatever's out there and whatever y'all want to talk about. So call in 205-941-1011. Now, Andrew, it's getting pretty warm. All right. I don't know if you noticed walking around, but are you a big fan of the heat? Do you like when it gets real hot or not really? I'm a cold weather person. You are a cold weather person. Yes. I I might not say I'm a cold weather person per se, but I think if you get to mid-60s, mid-60s is my sweet spot. I think it's maybe maybe 70s with the breeze. I think 70s with the breeze, not bad. But yeah, mid 60s otherwise. I I like a light light jacket weather. Is how I put it. I know uh, my my parents have uh, recently moved to Alabama from Maryland, and uh, I I warned them. They already knew because they they'd visited Alabama before. But when it's summertime, it is summer time and you are swimming as you're walking and so i i you'll just be sweating and all you did was take a lap around the block and you're you're drenched and so it's just one of those states i don't mind it's much better than maryland i will have to say i love love alabama and i moved to alabama for various reasons so anyways y'all we're mon uh this is a monday night i hope y'all had a great weekend i'm trying to think what did i do over the weekend i did some weed eating and had a couple things fly up and whack me in the face, but that just tends to happen, part of the job. Anyways, hope y'all are driving safe. I hope y'all are having a good time and uh, looking both ways before you cross the street and all that good stuff. Uh, Alabama's Brandon Miller. So I like to report when good things come out of uh, Alabama schools or sports. So Alabama's Brandon Miller selected number two overall in the 2023 NBA draft. And teammate Noah Clowney goes number 21. So as is pretty, hey, is that Stuart? Do I believe my eyes? <gasps> yes, it is. What did you do with Andrew? Andrew was there. He vanished. He vanished. I ate him. <laughs> you ate him. Y'all, uh, Stuart will do this from time to time. Andrew will be back there, and I'll kind of be talking about the news. And then I look, and there's Stuart. So maybe, okay, maybe y'all are just the same person. And you shapeshift. Is there any, you think that could be the case? It's like a fight club, like Tyler Durden just yeah. shows up and 
it's kind of the same person, really. Just, just, just yeah, may, may, maybe. I'm, I'm open. Uh, Stuart, how are you tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Man, I'm glad, glad to hear. Did you do anything fun this weekend? Did you go out and do anything? Let's see. I went to. I had an appointment. I'm getting contact lenses. Real exciting stuff. Okay. Now, are I, you not a fan of glasses? Is that why? Is I, that why? I wear glasses primarily. They're more comfortable. But like when I'm doing outdoor stuff, it's I prefer helpful. Con- yeah, contacts and stuff. So like when I'm going to like a lake or whatever. Okay. Now I see you don't have a sling. Are you fully healed? Um, I don't know what fully healed means. Like I still, I'm doing PT this week, so I'll okay. have to like. L- learn how to lift my arm it's kind of limited a little bit but i mean the pain is mostly gone it'll kind of show up every once in a while but i feel i feel pretty good like 90 percent, just about now lifting can you lift heavy things or not yet uh i haven't really attempted i don't really i like i haven't really attempted like exercise or anything so i'll probably ask the doctor like how long until i should start trying to do some stuff that's what i'll do at pt i guess is see what i'm capable of all right, without without hurting yourself. So I do not want to cause you pain, mm-hmm. all right? I'm not evil like that. Sure. How high can you lift your arm? Let's see. This is the non this is my good yes, arm. Yes, okay. So it's straight I know up. This yep. is riveting radio right now. Oh, absolutely. And we we have to this know. This is I mean just about I can oh, lift it. Oh, it's not bad, yeah. but maybe if, just some discomfort. Yeah, I can't lift it all the way up, but just you know, almost there. 80% of the way. All right, y'all, we are documenting Stuart's journey mm-hmm. to healing, and we, we care about Stuart, yep. so definitely. But, yeah, going back to the story, uh, Alabama's Brandon Miller selected number two overall, and Noah Clowney goes number 21. So when Alabama athletes go on and do well, we want to we wanna talk about it and celebrate that, along with Auburn and other schools. And so, anyways, that's exciting. And you have, okay, so that's one story. And y'all, okay, there, we will talk about the LGB stuff over the weekend. A lot of nonsense. I get it. A lot of nonsense. Stuff that will just make, uh, just uh, awful stuff. Things that are said, things that were done in the presence of children. So we'll get to that. However, uh, Phil, Right Side Radio, before us, talked about that a lot. And so I'm going to talk about a couple other things and then come back to that topic. But yes, if you're wondering some of the things that were said, yes, we'll cover that. We're here. We are queer and we're coming for your children. We will cover that. But anyways, just thought we would talk about various news stories before we get there. Another news story from 1819 News, 24% of Alabama third graders reading below grade level. And that's not great. Uh, Among the worst performing schools were uh, Mobile County with 33% of third graders reading below grade level, representing 1,200 plus students, and Montgomery County with 45% of third graders below grade level, representing 919 students. So, y'all, we got to do something. I know we sound like a broken record, but education here in Alabama just does not seem to be a strong suit. I I mentioned this a little bit ago earlier after we started the show. I moved to Alabama for a lot of reasons. I love Southern culture, Southern hospitality. I love the freedom. I just, oh, Maryland was not great in a lot of different ways. But one thing we don't do well here is education. 
I don't always know why. Uh, y'all will probably be able to talk more about that than I can. But we got we to gotta turn something around. I don't know if the answer is school choice, which did not completely go through this past legislative session. I'm not sure. But it's just something to something to think about because we want our children to be doing well and a quarter roughly of alabama third graders are reading below grade level okay that's not that's not wonderful so i don't think money's the issue we throw lots of money in individual students i don't know if it's teaching i don't know if it's the teachers union i know oh boy you go after the teachers union and that can be that can be really tough i don't know if it's the, the system itself, something just has to change. But y'all, I do know that homeschooling and uh, private schools are going to just grow. They're going to be more popular. More and more people will homeschool. More and more private schools will pop up in an effort to give our children the best education possible. So, Stuart, I have a question for you. When it comes to your children, what are you thinking? Uh, you know, Lord willing, you have children in the future. Public school, private school homeschooled if you have the option what what do you think uh probably between private christian school or like homeschool or is homeschooling usually done by one of the parents or can you like hire a teacher to come over and do it there are different combinations so some probably something like that or like a private christian school one of those two yeah i I know i i grew up i was homeschooled and the way we did it was uh, my mom and my dad taught a lot of different subjects i was very fortunate Uh, My mom and my dad, very smart. My dad has a Ph.D. in a science field, so math and science was his jam. And I guess on some of the other topics, as I got older, you can also take online classes. So there are online homeschools where you do have a teacher. There are also co-ops where you gather once a week, give or take, and you have classes and then homework's given out for the other days. So they're just different ways of doing it. But I think that's just the way it is. As schools get worse, if they don't turn around, I think more and more people are going to attend private school. More and more people are going to homeschool. So what are your all's thoughts? 205-941-1011. And when we come back, yes, we'll get to the topic of LGB stuff, some of the pride parade topics. Y'all, we've come a long way from the oh, let us do whatever we want in the bedroom in the privacy of our own homes. We are so far away from that point. It's, it's frankly ridiculous. We will talk about some of those stories on the other side of this break. This is Priority Talk Radio. You have us till 7 o'clock. We're on Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7. We'll be back. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 
256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. We want you to be a part of the show. Yes, you. To make comments or ask questions, call or text Priority Talk at 205-941-1011. Hey everyone, I'm John Irwin. You are listening to Greg Davis, Priority Talk on WXJC. Priority talk. We are back. And now we have Andrew there. Again, I look down. I'm reading the news. It was Stuart. Now it's Andrew. Andrew, prove that you are Andrew and you did not, you're not a shapeshifter. Prove it. I can't. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Maybe. Andrew and Stewart are actually the same person. No, I know they're not. I've seen them both in the same room at the same time, but it is interesting. Like, I look up, and it's a completely different person. We have a caller on the line. This is Ben from Michigan. Ben, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> hey, uh, what you got for us? Um, So I was just going to tell you that um, my sweet 16 is coming up on July 14th. That is awesome. Uh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Are you doing anything fun? Um, yeah. Um, I hope to get the Galaxy S10. Ooh, nice. Okay. So get the Galaxy S10. Uh, that'll be a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I, I hope you have a blast. Thank you. Um, do you have an Android phone? I have an iPhone. I, I was an Android guy for a while. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed my Android. And then I just, I had a friend group where everyone had an iPhone. And I was mercilessly made fun of for not having an iPhone. They were they were such Ooh. snobs. And so then I, I went to iPhone. But I like them both. Mm-hmm. I think they're both pretty great. Uh, so I, Android, iPhone, whatever gets the job done. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Well, Ben, uh, get looking forward to a new phone. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad you're listening to the show. Yeah, thank you. Um, and one more question: where Where did the term "sweet sixteen come from? Where Do you does know? Where did the term "sweet sixteen come from? To be honest, yeah. I don't really know, Ben. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. It seems to be culturally. Andrew, did you do anything big for your Sweet 16? Did you have a party or was it pretty low-key? I think I maybe had a couple friends come over and hang out when I got my car. Yes. But that I think that was pretty much it. I think for me, mm-hmm. I, it was very low-key Sweet 16. So, Ben, are you going to mm-hmm. have a party or will it be more low-key on your end, Ben? Um, probably low-key on my end. (laughs) Okay, that is just fine. Look, the older I get, the more I appreciate time with family, 
time with mm-hmm. a close-knit group of friends so there is no yeah. problem with that ben ben do you have any other mm-hmm. questions anything else you want to talk about uh no <laughs> Thank you for calling in. I hope you have an mm-hmm. incredible Sweet 16. Enjoy your new phone and uh, mm-hmm. call in again, okay? Okay. Um, Where's Greg Davis tonight? Is he sick? Uh, Greg I is not sick. He wasn't able to make the show tonight, but I believe he should be back tomorrow, I think. So make sure you, uh, make sure you tune in. Make sure you call in tomorrow. Yeah. Tell him you missed him, okay? Okay. All right, Ben, you have a wonderful night, okay? You too. All right, thanks for calling. Uh, We love when y'all call in uh, 205-941-1011. Call in and text in. We hope Ben has a great Sweet 16. Our story that'll take us to around 530 is Central Alabama Pride uh, Pride hosts drag show for all ages at high wire brewing drag is not a crime y'all that's the part of the headline and on sunday central alabama pride hosted a drag show at high wire brewing in birmingham that was reportedly open to quote all ages and i notice a trend here i think this is the way forward for lgb movements and groups and organizations There's someone uh, named Flapjack that posted a video of the show in which he dances in a lion costume throughout the brewery and accepts a cash tip from a small child right after shaking his hips to a cheering crowd. And I think this is what's going to happen. People know that drag shows where you have these scantily dressed people Uh, dancing provocatively in front of children that's not going to win the culture it's just not when whether it's pedophilia whatever charge is levied against people that's not going to win over the masses sure you'll have your fringes and the lgb that love that stuff but to your average parent there's going to be something revolting there they're not going to go for that So what they'll do is what I've noticed more recently, they'll take these drag performers and they'll put them in a costume. I see it's kind of a grainy picture on 1819 News, lion costume. But from the grainy picture that I see, it's a costume. That's all it is. The person on the inside has makeup and they'll say, look, drag shows are harmless. Look at that. We're just dancing, having a good time with kids. Oh, do y'all really hate the kids that you don't want them to enjoy parties and a lot of child fun? Wow, you conservatives are so terrible. And and, and they'll try to to frame it a certain way that will then allow the other stuff. Y'all don't fall for that. Don't fall for that because they want to make drag shows just costume dancing and costume parties. Those are two separate things. If someone wants to wear a big frog costume, a big tiger lion costume, and dance around with kids appropriately, nothing's wrong with that. That's been happening at kids' parties since as long as I can remember. You get someone to go have fun with the kids. That's not what we're talking about, the stuff we want banned. The stuff we want banned are adults who are dressed in next to nothing, or otherwise very, very skin-tight stuff. 
that at doing very sexual moves, dance moves and all of that. That's the stuff we don't like. The, the cross-dressing that's, again, just very perverted in nature. So be, be ready for that. I don't know if bait and switch is the right word, but where all of a sudden they go across the culture and they look, hey, this person's in a, in a lion costume. These conservatives are so repressive. They hate children. Nothing's wrong with someone having fun in a lion costume. And then that gets in. Look, this is a drag show. And then when that gets in, you take all the perverts. And what they're going to do is eventually switch back to what they ultimately want to do, which is uh, touching, dancing in the presence of, of children. And it's, it's very gross. That's the way I, it's gross if we're being honest. And it'll lead to what we'll talk about on the other side of 530, the the New York City drag march chants. We're coming for your children. It, it, they realize they have to rebrand. Perversion has to rebrand. Because if it comes out right as perversion, the only it'll stay in the fringes. So pedophilia rebrands itself as Maps, minor attracted persons. Pedophilia, it's a lost cause as that word because pedophile, it's ugly. It has obviously negative connotations, negative baggage. So they have to rebrand themselves as MAPs, maps, minor attracted persons. Now they're doing it with drag shows. Look at drag shows. It's just people dancing around in these big fluffy costumes conservatives chill out that's where you get the phrase drag is not a crime y'all according to this uh, flapjack tweet is it was it a tweet yeah it was a tweet with a video anyways and there was still a little bit of dancing there shaking of the hips that is not great uh, but anyways, these are things that we need to be aware of. When uh, when evil rebrands itself, we need to call it out. When we come back, we'll talk about that that champ. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Like, eventually, you got to call it what it is. You have to call it what it is. And uh, when they're just saying what they want... You can only run so far or say, oh, they're being symbolic. They're being metaphorical. They don't mean it. Really? Like, I don't I don't think you can eventually evil just shows itself, even as it tries to rebrand in other ways. So listen when things are being said. So you'll have different strategies depending on the area of the country that you're in. Things you need to be aware of. Y'all call in 205 941 1011 call or text we'll be back This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company 
company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Y'all know we have a website, PriorityTalkRadio.com, and a podcast, Priority Talk, you can check out if you miss any part of the show. My name's Nate Williams. We have Andrew over there, man in the boards, man in the phones, and y'all call in 205-941-1011. Want to hear your thoughts, comments, questions. Now moving to the article from the daily wire new york city drag march chants were coming for your children during weekend pride event two new york city pride events held over the weekend stirred up controversy as drag marchers chanted slogans about targeting children while hundreds of attendees allegedly danced naked in front of minors On Friday, a group of drag queens and transgender activists dressed in flamboyant garb for the New York City Drag March at Tompkins Square Park and marched across the East Village toward the Stonewall Inn to kick off the city's weekend events. Viral footage captured by Timcast News shows marchers including a topless woman chanting, We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Although some claim the chant was sarcasm in response to allegations that factions within the LGBTQ community intend to groom children, the messaging still sparked outrage among Americans fighting to protect youth. This movement grooms minors to have mastectomies and castration and fuels a multi-billion dollar medical child abuse industry, Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted, while urging Congress to pass the Protect Children's Innocence Act, a bill that would restrict so-called gender-affirming care procedures. Let kids be kids. And these people seriously wonder why society is turning against us. The official Twitter account of Gays Against Groomers posted, Sickening. These people are doing more harm to our community than an actual bigot could ever hope to. And uh, less than 24 hours later, during the New York City march, uh, half, uh, half-naked men and women danced and played in a Washington Square Park fountain, reported, reportedly in front of children. Anyways, this is what you see. This is what you see on top of that. I also saw pictures of people wearing T-shirts saying, Not today, Jesus. And uh, there was a banner, I believe, that outright said just Satan in leading the march, which makes sense. Part of it is trolling. I will say that. Part of it is trolling. 
that they know there is a fear among Christians, conservatives, Republicans, Christian conservatives, that these people are taking over the next generation. And a part of it is trolling, but most of it, in my opinion, is true. Most of it, it is, it is true that they're going after children, and they will separate you, if need be, from your child if you don't celebrate every single part of this. Notice how far we've come from the old argument of it's just two people, chill, two people in the privacy of their home, own home, two people in the bedroom, don't police them. What are you doing? That's so tyrannical. It's gone from that. Remember this slippery slope that leftists say does not exist. It's gone from that to we're here, we're queer, we're coming after your children. In places like California and Washington, that if you don't go along with this in custody battles, this could be a deciding factor. I, I forget whether it's California, Washington, or both. This could be a deciding factor that if one parent is not as supportive as the other parent when it comes to these things. Let's say a child wants to transition, so-called transition, you can't actually do so, but so-called transition, if a parent is not as supportive as the other parent, then in a custody, custody battle, that more conservative parent will lose the child. And the judge will give the child to the more leftist parent that wants to go along with all this nonsense child abuse. So when they say, we're coming for your children, sure, some of it's trolling to some degree because they know there's a genuine fear among the right of children being separated from their parents over this stuff. But also, a majority of it, in my opinion, is legitimate. That's what they mean. They sing about it. They talk about it. They're enacting legislation to make sure it happens. So let's believe them when, when they're saying these things to us. Oh, it'll never happen here in Alabama. Don't be foolish. Don't be foolish. Sure, Alabama will be one of the last bastions of conservative, uh, conservatism, Christian conservatism. Sure. But if we don't stop it, eventually it'll fall here in Alabama. It'll, it'll come here as well. What do y'all think? 205-941-1011. And then you get the issue of adults dancing naked in front of young children. Why is this okay? I don't understand. I know there are some on the left that are legitimately okay with pedophilia. And they want to make it mainstream. I don't even talk about them. There is a fringe on the left that wants to make pedophilia accepted in culture. That It's unbelievably perverted. Yes. I'm not even talking about them. I'm talking mainstream liberals. Not those who have gone all the way to the left, but moderate liberals. Where are you? Can you not see the naked children, uh, excuse me, naked adults around children dancing very provocatively, sexually. Does that not gross you out a little bit? Like how close to pedophilia do you have to get before you call it what it is, which is pedophilia? Adults feeling some kind of way. I know I'm on radio, so 
I need to be careful exactly how I phrase things. How close does it have to get before you call it what it is? If it looks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, if it sounds like a duck, if all indicators point to it being a duck, when will the moderate in the middle liberals, the moderate in the middle Democrats, unite with the right and put, put, put a stop to this nonsense? I'm not talking, again, the leftist fringe. They're given over to their perversion. They celebrate this as full-on paganism, gross, nasty stuff. I'm talking about the moderate liberals joining with the right and being like, okay, we might not, uh, we might not agree on various things like border policy. We might not agree on various things like military interventionism over in Russia, Ukraine. But you know what we do agree with? We agree with the fact that that we don't want these things happening with our children. And so I quoted in the story again with the Daily Wire, gays against groomers. Those are people who are part of the LGB side but are not for pedophilia. At least they're saying something. And I'll take what I can get to put this nonsense to rest. But when it comes to Satan leading the charge, I believe the banner just it had the LGB flag and then it had the word Satan across it leading the way. Like how on the nose? How on the nose that this is demonic? That ultimately, it's the downfall of Judeo-Christian values. They want to destroy the nuclear family. They want to destroy marriage. They want to make the word marriage utterly meaningless with the ultimate goal of what they would call sexual freedom. Sleep around with whoever. Live your life however. Get rid of all responsibility, societal responsibility, all the restraints Live as if you're on a commune and you just do as you please. That's not the conservative way where family's a good thing. Having children is a good thing. Being told no, you can't fulfill all of your sexual fantasies. We need some discipline. You have to say no. You can't just sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. You, you can't just do whatever you want to do. Hedonism can't be the rule of law because that leads to chaos. We need, I think there's some things that you can actually unite with various people across the political spectrum. So to all the moderate liberals that have not gone fully to the left, where are you? Where are you? Because what's going to happen among leftists is they're going to attack the right as, oh, you are backwards and bigoted. Oh, you are so traditional but if moderate liberals stand up, and I believe there's a fair amount, I think that something can actually happen. And because uh, th they won't listen to those on the right. They don't want to have anything to do with us. We can point things out all day long, and that leftist my, radical minority won't listen to us. But if we unite across everyone across the political spectrum, uh, you're not going to unite with the fringe, but all those with any sense of decency left, we can put a stop to this.
New York City Drag March chants, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Not here in Alabama, not while I have breath, I'm still breathing, over my dead body. No, you're not. No, you are not. We're talking... If it comes, if it's widespread in public schools, I'm I'm thinking homeschooling, private schooling. No, you are not. But I can't be alone. So when you see something like drag shows going on or being planned, speak out. Speak out at your city council. Speak out on social media. Do so with love, but speak powerfully, truthfully, unapologetically. Be bold. Be confident. This is not the time to shy away. If we need to march, let's march. Uh, Greg and I have talked on the show how oftentimes conservatives and Christians and Christian conservatives aren't always the best at marching. But surely if our children are at stake, we can gather a few people. Call in 205-941-1011. Did you hear the stories? of the various pride marches? Did you hear the chants? What are your thoughts? Call in to that number, call or text, and we love to hear what you have to say. And uh, because sometimes it can seem like we're just talking in a vacuum. Greg and I, we're going to stand for biblical values. We're going to stand for marriage, being one man and one woman. We're going to stand for life, that life begins at conception. We're going to stand for God's design for sexuality and gender. Male and female, that's it, folks. Not male, female, unicorns, attack helicopters, all the other possible things you could feel like, cats, dogs, male and female. But it can be lonely if we're the only ones talking about it. So talk to your friends, your family, talk in your church, as is appropriate. Don't be obnoxious. Let people know on social media. Call your legislators. Let people know that a lot of this is not okay. And to the left, when you say that the right is fear-mongering, when the right talks about the slippery slope, oh, that's a bunch of nonsense, where are you? Where are you? You have naked adults dancing sexually and playing and frolicking in water parks next to children. Is that okay? Is that what you want this world to be? That's awful. Slippery slopes are real, and we have the evidence to prove it. Call in 205-941-1011. We are live. Priority talks on Mondays through Fridays, 5 to 7 p.m., And we have more to talk about on the other side. We'll talk about an American street preacher who was arrested for preaching about a certain something in England. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. Priority Talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728. 
or go to their website at .edison.com. Hi, Birmingham. This is Kay Arthur with Precept Ministries International. You're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis on WXJC. Welcome back to the show. It is a very, very warm, very muggy Monday night, and we are live. Call in 205-941-1011. And for our next topic, I guess it's kind of related, American street preacher arrested in England for preaching during LGBT pride event. Uh, police are not releasing his Bible and gospel tracts after release with no charges pending. A street preacher who was arrested for preaching in Canterbury, England, while an LGBT pride event was being held, is calling on Christians not to back down and bow before the LGBT movement. Uh, Shiavo, Ryan Shiavo, an American-born street preacher, told... The Christian Post that he and a friend went to Canterbury just to evangelize, as they often do, insisting that he was unaware that an LGBT pride event was taking place. It was not until we arrived and were headed into the city that we realized that there was an actual pride event going on, and it was quite oppressive. I mean, there were rainbow flags, rainbow signage. A lot of people dressed in rainbow colors and rainbows painted on faces. There was a band performing somewhere with what appeared to be LGBT singers and musicians, and it was very much in your face. There were two hecklers in particular that were making it really difficult for me. One was a guy and one was a girl. Shiavo described how the guy in particular started following me around and literally circling me following and screaming and cursing so that people could not hear me. Eventually, Shiavo began having a one-on-one conversation with a girl who identified as a lesbian. As the two engaged in what he characterized as a very productive, respectful dialogue, he recalled that five police officers came onto the scene at one time. I saw two security guards who were actually set up in position before I even said a word. I saw them in the distance because they saw me with my Bible and speaker. It was almost like they were just prepared, waiting for me to say something because it was a pride event. And so when the police came, three officers came to me at separate times. And anyways, eventually, I guess there was a he was taken into some sort of, uh, yeah, after his arrest, some sort of custody. So be ready. This is where this is moving. Now, always act with love, truth, and grace. But we also live in what is supposedly a free uh, Western world. We believe in democracy and personal freedoms to some degree, even though COVID, I don't really want to talk about COVID. But COVID challenged some of those things about what can and can't happen, what the government is allowed to do. But anyways, uh, an American street preacher, I don't know if he was being obnoxious. So here's the thing. We have to remember that it's not just the truthfulness of the message. 
that I'm very confident in what we believe and, and the logic, the reasoning behind our opposition to the LGB movement. Again, I don't say TQ plus IA 2S squiggly mark comma equal sign tilde. I don't add all the rest of it because a lot of it contradicts one another, particularly the T. But that's a side topic I'll, I can go over again if y'all want. But the way we speak matters. And I can't vouch for that with Ryan Schiavo. I'm going to assume that he wasn't screaming at people because if so, so some things are justified. I'm not saying an arrest, but maybe a removal. If he's being overly obnoxious, I don't I, I don't imagine he was. I, I plan on eventually uh depending on my availability, going to various marches, not in support of the the leftist LGB causes, but being there to have interviews and conversations. But I don't plan on screaming at people. I don't think that's the way to get your message across. We need to make sure that we speak well, we speak clearly, that we're educated on topics. But if you are and you go speak, there you run the chance in this Western world, in Europe, and depending on where you are in the U.S., where you might get arrested, you might get harassed. There are videos online I saw recently with the pride marches of people standing for common sense stuff, biblical stuff, depending on the person. And they would just get screamed at. People would bark at them when they would try to read their Bible or speak and, and drown them out and be ready. It's there. It doesn't justify any violent response. I'm not saying sometimes we're tempted to lash out. No, never do that because that hurts our cause. But if you are prepared, go into the lion's den, so to speak, and stand for truth. But just know that these things can happen where you might get arrested. Again, the story is American street preacher arrested in England for preaching during LGBT pride event. And be bold. I think about the example of Paul, Peter. I think about James giving his life. I think about Stephen being stoned. That if that's what it takes, something happening to us, there's bodily harm, but we stand for what's right, then that's what we're supposed to do. We don't live in fear. Again, that comes from Romans chapter 8. You don't have, you're, you don't need to be afraid. That sometimes the cost is high, and people in the Middle East, believers in the Middle East, know better than I do. Hey, Andrew, with that call, ask, does he want to come back after the break or have to wait a while? Does he want to come on now? And we're having a caller. I'd love to bring him on, but we're heading up towards a break. So I'm not sure if he wants to talk now or after the break as we head towards 6 o'clock. We do have a two-hour show. So even though we're heading towards the end of the first hour, and maybe you're just very sad and you don't know what to do with yourself, do not worry. We have another hour after this. But what I was saying is just be prepared. Be ready. Whatever might happen might happen, but we stand for the truth. We're not afraid. We're not afraid. God is in control, and they can touch your body. They can demean your reputation, tear down. They can take your money. They can take your home, but they can't take your Christ. They can't take Jesus away from you and the life we have through the gospel. 
And we know that one day, all of this nonsense, this evil, this perversion, it won't exist. It won't exist anymore. What do y'all think? I want to hear your thoughts. 205-941-1011. We don't have to live in fear. And sometimes I see Christians afraid. We don't want to jump in the mix. We don't want to dive in and, and stand strong against evil. We prefer to be a little mousy, a little bit, oh, I don't want to be confrontational. Jesus was confrontational. Jesus was not a nice guy, and I, I mean that in a good way. Sometimes we say that we just want to be nice because that's a Christian way. There's nothing about Christianity that's just nicey-nicey, non-confrontational. Jesus was not afraid to jump in. Doesn't mean we shouldn't have grace. We shouldn't do so with kindness, but we still jump in. Maybe as is appropriate, we turn over a table, but yeah, we have to be very careful there because that can really backfire. I just trust Jesus's judgment on that one. But regardless, be ready for what the future has to hold. We're not afraid. We're not afraid. Do not have a spirit of fear. This is FM 101.1 AM 850. PriorityTalkRadio.com. Follow, follow us on social media at Priority Talk. My name's Nate Williams. We'll be right back with another hour of good news and Christian values. <laughs> 